Welcome back to the Robot Afro Show. My name is Chandler, and guess what? I'm still your host. I'm here tonight. I'm up in Vermont. I'm with my boy, Big John Stud, Johnny Q, Johnny Do. Damn, Johnny Do. Why did I say Johnny Do? Uh, it, we're already fucked up. Um, this is my porno name. <laughs> Johnny Do. Uh, we're here. This is, um, we're just drinking, we're just smoking, allegedly. Um, we're up here in Vermont, it's beautiful. We're at a lake house, really close to the lake, stars are out. First time I ever seen the Milky Way. Um, and so the last time we were up here, we were looking at the stars, we were out on the deck, we were not holding hands. Um, wow. We were um, just chilling, looking up. And uh, all of a sudden, we kind of, uh, I think I saw something. Like, maybe you should explain it because I think you have a better of understanding of what happened first and then what happened after. So we were kind of talking about satellites and then like, how'd that go? So as I recall, I mean, I've spent a lot of nights up here um, watching the stars and obviously, some nights are more clear than others, but this was a particularly clear night. So we were seeing a lot of what we've told ourselves at this point are satellites. And that, that I would describe that as a singular light way, way up there, moving at, uh, at at least a visually slow speed. Clearly, it's moving very fast right. when it's up there, but... It's, it doesn't appear to have have the same speed as what as, as you would normally associate with a plane light at night. Correct. So the first thing that we saw, which was very interesting, because considering the size of the sky, we both saw this happen all at the, at the same time, and that was that two of these so-called satellites, and in retrospect, they may very well have been like extremely uh, like just beneath orbit um uh airplanes but we saw two that were heading in exactly the same direction pretty much at the exact same speed and well before they intersected we were both like holy fuck they're right it looks like they're about to hit each other right what was really interesting though is that you know you had never seen anything um up here before and I had been teasing you the whole time prior to us actually seeing something and saying that we were going to see something tonight. And the that incident of the two intersecting what we thought could be satellites at first, but then could possibly be high altitude planes, that happened and it was like what focused us being more intently looking at the sky but then something happened in the other part of the sky. How how far apart do you think that happened? Like, well, it, it wasn't lost on me that you were so insanely childishly hopeful that something <laughs> was gonna fucking happen. That when it did happen, and in, in in the first case, as as I was saying, it was with the with the the two the two lights that appeared to be heading in, in a direct um in, in a direct traje trajectory towards each other. 
Um, and then they just passed through each other as if they didn't exist, assume, leading us to assume that they were at different elevations. And, you know, even if they were heading on the same exact line, straight line, um, they were, you know, a couple hundred or thousand feet above or below the other one. So that being said, that was interesting. I remember us jumping up and down like we had just seen <laughs> a uh, smiling Billy. For any of you guys who are wondering what a smiling <laughs> Billy is, it is when... It's a, not my brother, by the way. It is when you are in the city and the girl in front of you <laughs> is wearing a loose short skirt and she turns onto the avenue and the wind blows it right up in the air and you <laughs> see her ass. That is a smiling Billy, just in case you were ever wondering what that was. So, <laughs> we already had our smiling Billy. We thought we were pretty much done for the night. Right. And it was still, so, it was worth talking about for, for two very stoned, relatively drunk people that had didn't have a lot going on at the time. But then, while we were shooting the shit, the the unexplained occurred, or the at least at at the time the unexplainable. So it's still not explained. I'll, I'll send it back to Chandler. He can give you his his interpretation of what he saw, the time frame, the visual, the size. Well, well, I I thought it was like um, I, I would say it was, I won't say immediately, but like right thereafter. That's when I saw, so I saw a light in one part of the sky. Um, and at that first light seemed like it was further away. And then it seemed like it jumped really close um, within maybe, I don't know, how many feet would you say? So you know, you saw it first. Right. So you saw it when it was farther away and then moved towards us. Right. You pointed it out to me. My first visual of it was when it was very fucking close to us. Okay. I would say within, at the most, 20, 30 feet. Okay. And so, again, remember that this is at night, so... Very clear night. I yeah. mean, it was stars everywhere, man. There's a lot of room for, for, for fuck up here. But at the same time, I will tell you, it was it was close. That that was the, the perception of it. Okay, so could you? Was it was it like to you? Was it it was it just light? Like what was the structure of it? Now, what I don't recall seeing a singular light. I okay. recall seeing at least three in some sort of configuration, or they were all part of the same mechanism. Right. But they were not. To me, they were not consistent lights. They they were they were strobing to a certain. They were flashing. Could it have been a drone? That was my go-to. Now, that's assuming that somebody had a night vision drone that they were able to operate outside of the area that we were in and move in accordance with the structures of the house of the porch. Of us, I'm gonna say no. But could could somebody do that if they wanted to? Uh, Couldn't so somebody fuck with two stone guys on a porch <laughs> with a drone if they re if that was their thing? Yeah, um, yeah, you could. But here's the thing: so it's pitch black, right? I mean, black, and you can't see shit other than you you know other than looking up at the sky. That means that somebody would have to account for like. The treetops, um, the proximity to the trees, the ground where we are. Like, that's a lot of jostling with the drone in complete darkness damn near. 
for um, reasons that don't make any sense at all. Right. And it wasn't like it kept fucking with us. It, it wasn't a drone. I, the, the reason why I think I ask is just because you have to, I think. I think you have to kind of ask, but I... I no, no, it's imperative considering that it's the only readily available explanation. But we also, I have to acknowledge it, we didn't finish up our experience. Chandler saw it higher up. He saw it come down. Uh-huh. He remarked upon it to me. I saw it when it was about as close to us as it was going to get. There was a hovering for maybe... And, and, and not, when I say hovering, it wasn't a dead stop. It was sort of in, in the same space, but, but, but moving, almost drifting a little bit. And then a, not as quickly as Chandler said it came in, but then it basically took off vertically. Right. It was, it, it was it, quick. Am I, am I recalling that? Yeah, I just remember it. But it, it was it wasn't a zap go away. It was it was it's going up. It, it, it and then it was gone. And then it was gone. It was right. gone quick. So 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 either the lights went off or it went it went across the um the the I guess what's the word the periphery of the house the angle that we're, where, whereby we could see it. Right. So either the lights went off or it went past us or it fucking hit light speed and went to Eldora. So were we just too high? Could we have been too high? So now, now we're on to a completely different subject for, <laughs> for, for two guys that have probably been smoking pot for an accumulated, accumulated years of roughly around a century. <laughs> right. How many times have you hallucinated on marijuana? Never. I'm pretty sure I've never hallucinated on marijuana. And if I have, it was... Uh, an exaggeration of something I was already looking at. Like if I'm looking at a very green tree, the green appears greener, the the, the bark appears barkier. Or right. The so the, so the green not, tree doesn't appear as a dog. Yeah, it's not talking to me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Weed's not going to do that. So we weren't hallucinating. Um, I think we both have a reasonable understanding of normal objects that would be in the sky. I don't think either one of us is easily tricked, nor are we conspiracy theorists that mm-hmm. automatically jump to. I mean, how, how long had you been? How long have you? Your, how long has your family been coming up here? Shit, since I was five, so close to close to four, forty years, I guess. Wow. So, in all that time, have you ever seen anything like that? The the most odd <laughs> experience I ever had up here, period, had nothing to do with what was up in the sky. It had to do with what was in the lake. Okay, and wow. That, that was at night, and maybe, maybe we'll save that for another time. Be because no, you can't do that now. Well, you can't you can't say there was a lake thing well, and then not say what the lake thing was. No, I I, I hear you. I hear you, but but. My hesitancy to tell the story isn't so much that it isn't interesting to me or conceivably could be interesting to other people. It's just that it doesn't have that punchline. There, there's no... I don't care. Yeah. I just want to know what was in the lake, man, or what so, the... So, I, I live in a house on a lake, and I used to entertain groups of friends, and they would pile in, and there'd be like fucking 16 people in a house that, that, that beds like eight maybe comfortably. And it started to get kind of tiresome. So as everybody got jobs, they started like renting a house on the opposite side of this small lake. Right. So that we could all be up here at the same time. But I, was, I wasn't getting crunched on as, okay. as severely as that was back then. And so 
routinely people would either walk around the lake to visit each other mm -hmm. or take a canoe across the lake to visit each other and often at night and one night that's some scary shit man it's fucking dark out here in retrospect it probably wasn't the most well thought out shit <laughs> right but but considering that the, the, this is a man-made lake it doesn't go particularly deep and i'm a solid swimmer anyway that that was my rationale at the time so for the umpteenth time i'm taking the the canoe out and of course drunk high blah 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 but again no more than usual right and so mm -hmm. i'm about three quarters of the way across the lake not it wasn't a starry night, so there was there was no illumination whatsoever. I was really just going by the light in front of me of the house that I was heading towards. Okay, and um, I'm about three quarters across the way, and I'm in a canoe, a rather large canoe, but I'm I'm paddling by myself, and all of a sudden I abruptly slowed down for no apparent freaking reason. It and it felt like something was dragging the hull of the canoe backwards. <laughs> And it, was, it wasn't all, it wasn't abrupt, but the thing was, it wasn't like a jerk. Right, It right. was just like a... Like a grinding it, to a halt. Yeah, and it, it could very much flip my stomach because <laughs> when there's no readily available explanation, because I had been moving at a good clip. Uh-huh. So the first thing I thought, and this is very typical of me, even though I was scared... My first thought was, there's got to be a fucking reasonable explanation for this. And my explanation at the time was, well, I know that every once in a while, like, there's piles of vegetation that, that just grow, sometimes like 20 feet in diameter. Right. And just sit on the top of the lake. So if I hit that going, if theoretically I hit that doing a particular velocity or, or speed, it was going to have the same effect. It was going to be like, right. And kind of shit. So against my better judgment... I dipped my hand in the water to see if I felt uh, any um, to, if I felt any uh, vegetation. I didn't feel any, and as soon as that registered, I started moving backwards. Okay. Rather fast for about three or four seconds, and my heart fucking stopped. It just stopped. Like like it was. I, I had nothing for this, right? Thought Jason it, had you. It, it, it was the beautiful girl that I had nothing to say to. It was just, just like, <laughs> fucking. And I was like, all right, maybe this is the end. It would be sort of nice to know what was going on. But it was just three seconds. But right. it was three seconds of terror. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting alone, listening to my heartbeat pound. And I have like maybe 30 feet to go to the dock to get to my friend's place. Right. And I can hear them partying up on the up on the hill. And I was just like So did you shit your pants? Metaphorically, sure. And if there had been something in there, it probably would have squirted out. But <laughs> to this day, when when I'm engaged in a conversation where somebody asks me like what's the what's the most, I guess, supernaturally surreal thing that ever happened, that has to be it. And I wish it was a better story. Because well, that's I, a scary fucking story to be in the middle of the lake in the dark and the, for it to feel like something pulled you backwards. There's no legend of this thing in the lake. Dude, there, I'm no, black. <laughs> We're in Vermont. I can't see out there other than the stars in the middle of the lake. If I was... Dude, I would be screaming like fucking Mariah Carey losing her fucking virginity, man. Like, I would be running on the water like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> okay? 
Like, I'd be scared shit. Like, I'd definitely come back. When we got out the boat, I'd splash water on my pants to cover up the piss stain. Okay? <laughs> I'd, I'd be terrified. So, but, um, but, but in, re- in reference to your earlier question, which was... Can you pack that a little bit? Of course. As far as um, having been up here for a long time and having watched the sky for a long time, really the most exciting thing that you would see would be, like, say... A series of shooting stars, which I guess would be considered. So two last night. Um, we saw two last night. Right. But seeing a bunch of them all at once—that's very exciting. And oh yeah, yeah. You, you for don't sure. you don't see that very often. But if you were to ask me, like the highlight of what I saw in the sky up here, it would be something like that. Okay. And then the the two semi satellites possibly colliding. And with then each other. That, and then that night. Yeah. And so one was a perce- one was a perceived event, but and and that can be terrifying. More so than anything, because the human mind creates its own images of what something is. It, it will create something. Yeah, it has to fill in the blanks. So it could be like a monster. It could be anything. But we actually saw something that night. Were you scared? No, I was, I was befuddled. It's, it's sort of like the reaction that I have when I see a random act of violence occur. Interesting. I'm, I don't have the urge to run. I don't have the urge to help. Um, and I'm not paralyzed, but I'm just like, that's fucking crazy. Okay. And so that that was... And especially because if you're looking at... If we're going to break down the timetable of how it happened, it was maybe five seconds of our human existence. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe one or two more, maybe one or yeah. two less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on you know, how fucked up we were or just the, the relative nature of time. But it was within single-digit seconds. And especially under the circumstances where we had already seen something weird, we had been talking about this shit nonstop, like you were trying to will it into existence. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then it just presents itself as if to say, you're right, but you're not going to get anything out of me. Right. Guys, you you got to understand something. This was like a crystal clear night. On a lake, black sky, first time I could ever see like the Milky Way, where you can see like the stars and the kind of so many stars that you get the clouds and you get that color in there. And so I, I can't remember the last time I saw that many stars. And all day we were talking about seeing something. Like I kept joking, you're going to see something, you're going to see something. Then we saw something that was a little weird, and then something a lot weird happened. Now, he's been coming out here for how many years, you said again? At least 40. 40 years? Let's say as a... Can we we just say that I I called that one? I said we were going to see something. I swear to God, if you you buy into, like, shaping your own destiny, Chandler fucking willed that into existence. Thank you, thank you. Just like LeBron coming to the Lakers. Which adds another level of fucking weirdness to the whole thing, because the question is, since that has never happened before, am I more likely to see something like that if I stand out on the dock being like, please, 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 please. Right. So what was really interesting last night, we didn't see anything extraterrestrial in origin, but what I did notice, what we both noticed remarkably was that there were, uh, uh, there were the, the night we saw something, that, that we, whatever it is we thought we saw, there were so many satellites, which was another thing. I'd never seen, I only see like one or two satellites drift across the sky. I've never seen more than like three in a night. That night, we saw so many, we couldn't 
even count them all. It just became uninteresting after a while. It was so many of them. Yeah, yeah. So last night, we see we got great sky, much stars everywhere, not one satellite. And I, the, the, I just, I want to put this to any geeks out there, okay? Can you, can you please let us know why last night we saw no satellites, but that night we saw so many we couldn't even count them? Like, I, I don't understand that phenomenon. You know, what were you saying last night that it could be? So, th- th- this brings up two specific things that, that are important to consider in this situation. And one of them has to do with our original tale of seeing the two quasi-satellites looking like they were about to smash into each other. Right. So, when I got home that following week, I don't know who I was... T- it may not have even been somebody pointing this out to me. It may have been me waking up and just being like, dude, satellites go in the Earth's orbit, which means they can only go in one direction. But they, they can't... You, you see satellites coming from different parts of the sky, so how could they only go in one direction? Right, but, 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 but if they are in the, Earth's, in the Earth's orbit, or no, if they're in the Earth's rotation... Rotation. If they're in the Earth's rotation, excuse me, um, that means that conceptually it would be impossible to have two going on completely opposing trajectories. It's one thing if, if they were like diagonaling the shit out of each other but in this case so which led us to believe that these may or may not be satellites they may be extremely extremely high elevation military aircraft or something that that look like because they're legitimately i mean if they were doing maneuvers to be you know intersecting like that i don't know right but, but but as far as um as far as uh what does that have to do with the absence of the satellites last night? Right. My my initial theory, as as I as I explained to you, was that we're only seeing a portion of the sky. Correct. If these things, and when I say a portion, like maybe 20% tops, probably substantially less. So, but let's go with twenty percent. I like I like when you do math like that. I'm, I'm loose with it. But if if they if satellites follow the follow a particular trajectory according to the rotation of the Earth, then it's entirely possible that that circle or that semicircle is existing at any given moment below where you're standing, below or above. Uh, anyway, not within your field of view. Okay, makes sense. And I, if if we had a whiteboard, I I could show, I, I could show it to you. But on the other hand, what didn't we also see? We didn't see high and um, very, very altitude high, planes. high altitude planes. Right. Which, when you add the two of them together, is much weirder. So were we being so so last night in our in our fucking drunken hiatness? That's I know that's not a word, man. It is now drunken. Right, drunken hiatness sounds like a hotel. It sounds like a clan from Scotland. <laughs> drunken hiatness. <laughs> but um, so. So does that mean that like maybe the aliens diverted the satellites away from us so that because I wanted to be abducted I thought we were going to be abducted. you made that rather clear you know so what do you what do you think what do you think of all of this shit like with all of these new revelations about UFOs because I'm always I've been bugging you about this for the last couple of years um, what do you think about it what do you think about UFOs the government's revelations you know as far as you know about it you know just 
briefly, like, what do you think about it? It makes me think about, and I, this might be Sherlock Holmes, but it might be somebody else. But this idea of, if you go looking around for one specific thing, the odds are against you that you're going to find it. But if you go looking around for something, mm -hmm. the odds, though not in your favor, are way better than if you were looking for one thing. So if you keep your eyes and your ears and your mind open, and it's just sort of like talking to younger friends in Manhattan. They're like, oh, you've seen the coolest things. Yeah, because I was... I was aware. I was looking. Mm -hmm. I wanted. I wanted to find the cool shit. Right. Did I always find it? No. In fact, nine out of ten times, it was just the same old shit. Right. It's like why? Why? What? Why do I see famous people when I'm hanging out with you? It's because I clock every motherfucker on the street. Right. You're looking for it. I'm paranoid. I'm not looking for celebrities. I'm looking for danger and pieces of ass. <laughs> While you're looking for danger and pieces of ass, you'd be like, holy shit, David fucking Hasselhoff. Right. So Let your mind go to David Hasselhoff. He's a sexy beast. <laughs> fucking, um, and the Germans love him for some reason. And I'm half German. Wow. That's right. That's you did why, say that. Yeah. I'm such a romantic. But, um, so my overall take on... UFOs slash aliens slash the U.S. government slash the world government covering it up for our own good. A, you don't get to tell me what I need to know when it comes to this shit. If you're covering up for a foreign operative that's spying on fucking Osama bin Laden, yeah, I get it. I don't need to know his name. But you deciding that I don't need to know that this shit's going on and, and the repercussions, the consequences are literally for your imagination. Because we've talked about, are they here for the energy? Is this a big experiment? Mm -hmm. Are they trying to breed with us to create a new fight? All of these options are entirely possible. Right, because if there, if there are, like we said, if there are ships, if there are actual ships, then there have to be pilots. Even if the ships are being flown autonomously... Um, or, you know, from a distance, if they're using a frequency to control them, whatever it is, it has to be something intelligent on the other end of sure, it. Sure, even if, even if it's a, a drone controller three trillion, trillion miles away, right. there's a consciousness that is making decisions about these confrontations that they're having with, our, with the world's military. Okay, so what are they? What do you think they are? Think that, what, do you think they're more, what do you think they're most likely to be? So I have to... And it's a really important question because the quicker somebody answers that question, the more full of shit they are, the more movies they've seen. Mm -hmm. It's like you learn about fucking time travel from Harry Potter. I've never seen Harry Potter. They, try, they time travel in Harry Potter? It's brilliant. They're so well-spoken. Those children are so Dude, well I don't know. I don't believe you. <laughs> First of all, there's nobody black in Harry Potter. I, I don't think I'm watching that. Is there somebody black in that show? I think he was one of the bad guys. Oh, man, see? Nah, man, I'm not watching Harry Potter. But it's quadruple reverse racism. It's like they're, they're showing respect. It's like, yeah, black people can be bad guys too. But anyway, fucking the government, the fucking cover-up, all this shit. I don't like people telling me what I need to know. And I've seen... The, the personal accounts of abductions will never hold water. 
Okay. But when you get into like military personnel, recently retired, with 30, 40 years under their belt, all well documented, saying, yo, this shit is real, then you'd have to be an idiot to not at least consider it. My, as you well know, Chandler is smoking pot right now. Um, my biggest problem with the most recent spate of sightings, especially the military ones, is that there, there's one particular thing that's conspicuously absent, and that is a physical confrontation. Um, everything up until now, at least as far as we know, I'm sure there are there specific, like, oh, you mentioned the Italians the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, as far as I, and let's say I'm representing the general public in this case, I know that there's been a lot of weird shit going on. They've got, they've got footage and all that stuff, but they don't have a dent in an F-18. Right. right? But you do, but, but you do have an encounter, even if the, so is it a physical encounter? I I know it's weird to say it's a physical encounter because they never touched. Is a hologram physical? I, I believe it is. Right. So we, we never finished that conversation about, because you brought up to me last night about are they holograms and what I wanted to say was well I I think that now they have the FLIR footage from the camera underneath the planes then they have the eyewitness account but then they also have radar which is also cooperating (laughs) wow dude (laughs) Jesus man (coughs) hello Sally <coughs> Sorry about that. It's getting monkey COVID all over everything. <coughs> Dude. Jesus, I'm gonna have to burn that. What are you an amateur? <coughs> Man, we've been smoking together since we were in college. And he's he's acting like he's brand new. He's acting like this is his first day on the job. Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Um we better remember that corn too. Uh how much time? How much time we got? Oh shit. We got, we got um. I basically, in order to do dinner properly, we'd have to fucking do it right now. Oh, you take it out now? No, I got to start. It's gonna come out in about ten minutes, but that's when we cook the steak. Okay, go 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 for it. All go right. for it. I'm gonna pause this. Go for it. Peace, everybody. Peace, peace. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of the Robot Afro Show. Yeah, it's a little short, half hour. It's not our usual as an hour, but this was the first time I got my boy John, Johnny Q, Johnny Quest, Johnny Mnemonic, John the Revelator, um, Big John Stud. This is the first time I got my dude on mic, so I just wanted him to get comfortable and just be able to talk and tell a story and... um, you know, it was good that we were able to talk about our encounter because that was really the longest conversation we ever had about it. We talked about it, but it was just like, kind of like, dude, was that crazy last night? Yeah. You know, it wasn't really like, I didn't know if he saw what I saw. So that was really interesting. Um, we didn't have a pre-conversation, you know, before that or anything. So that was good. Um, I appreciate him coming on, and hopefully you guys will too, or did too. And sorry, it's 3.43. Hopefully I can get Mr. Jean back at least two or three times during 
season two. I would really, because I think I'm going to make season two a little bit longer. So season one was 12 episodes. Maybe I'll make season two maybe 16 or 17 episodes. That way we can get John in there a few times. And he and I have known each other for a long time. So we have really robust conversation about politics, religion, race, comic book shit, UFOs, you name it. We talk about it all. So, and you know, our, our conversations are, um, they're really, they can be really spirited, but very respectful. We've known each other, like I said, since we were in college and I'm, we're in our fifties. So, um, yeah. Uh, I just want to say, lastly, I appreciate you guys, um, checking out the first 12 episodes, the first season of the show. Um, you have no idea. It means a lot to me. I had a lot going on in my life and this was kind of, it was the kind of, it was therapeutic for me. Um, hopefully I'll get better. Um, hopefully I'll stop doing things at like three in the morning. Um, doubt it. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to have some really good topics for you guys next season. Everything from talking about atheism to just some different issues dealing with the black community, uh, more UFOs, more comic book stuff, more cartoons, more Marvel, more DC and politics we're going to talk about your boy joe we're going to talk about trump we're going to talk about it all so stay tuned um thank you thank you for being here like i always say thank you for lending us your time and your mind and your attention in this space and in this place uh however you wound up at this rabbit hole whatever brought you to these coordinates to the you know, Robot Afro Show, thank you. Thank you for following the Black Rabbit. Appreciate you guys, and I will see you very, very soon. I promise you I will not make you wait too long for season two. It'll be coming up before you know it. Maybe a few days, maybe a week, maybe two weeks. Who knows? But I will announce on Twitter. Um, be very soon, I promise. So thank you, guys. Um, it's late. I got to get some rest. I'm out. Peace. Last but not least, guys, sorry, forgot one last thing. Um, John and I are recording that podcast. We did that with one mic, um, you know, in this big old open, like, floor plan kitchen space. The whole, you know, so the acoustics were really wild. Um, so hopefully the sound quality was not so bad that, you know, you didn't enjoy listening to you know, the podcast. So I just wanted to put that out there and let you guys know I'm trying to get him to buy a mic, you know, so, you know, let's encourage John to get that mic so that we can have better sound quality. And, you know, I promise you guys, it'll be worth it. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking everything out. Thank you for checking us out. And I appreciate you. See you guys soon. Peace.